Fox Studios. So, Art Can Fix, episode 36. This week on the show, it's an Art Phoenix Studios Podcast Network pod crossover. My guests host the podcast Tipsy Tabloids, a show where they get tipsy and talk about tabloids. They joined the Artvinic Studios podcast network near the end of January, and I'm very happy to have them part of this little family. Like all Artvinic Studios podcast network podcasts, Tipsy Tabloids can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and most podcast apps. It's everything you never wanted to know about all your favorite celebrities. Only one plug this week. Once again, on February 23rd, join Artvinic's creative writing for Love Lost, a comedy event featuring comedians John Hoffman, Zach O'Ryan, Kendall Klitsky, and Tyler Ross. Hosted by creative writing leader Mike DeFrisco at Chicago's Treehouse Records, guests are invited to enjoy complimentary glasses of wine, beer, or one of our surprise cocktails. Donations suggested. Doors open at 8 p.m., show starts at 9 p.m., tickets are available for only $25 each or $20 with promo code, and the promo code for this program is ARTCANFIXPOD. Search Love Lost on Eventbrite and apply this promo code before checkout. Similar promo codes can also be heard across all Art Phoenix Studios Podcast Network programs. It doesn't matter which code you use, all that matters is that on February 23rd, you come to Love Lost, a comedy event hosted by Art Phoenix Studios Creative Writing. And now help me welcome my 36 guests. Hosts of the Art Phoenix Studios Podcast Network podcast, Tipsy Tabloids, Heidi Cheek, and Kit Rivers. You mean like, 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 who did I like look up to and want to be, or as a person? Anything. Oh no. no. <laughs> well, okay, you gotta give us give, <laughs> give us give us an age parameter because it ch- grow up. Okay, I mean, that's at go, what ages, between what ages, what do we want to be? This. Let's yeah. go, we're, first let's tackle childhood and then let's tackle high school years. Okay. okay. Childhood, I wanted to be like a zoologist, but one of those ones that had a story on YouTube where like the lion comes back and hugs me. You know, like I wanted to be that kind of zoologist. Where I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, where I had like really intimate relationships with like different wild cats. Right, right. Which is really so good. So from cats. that was my first one, and then what was the next age? High, High school. school. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> what changed those years? Like, what priorities shifted? Oh God, I you know I was still the youngest of five, just desperately needing attention. That's what changed. And I That's was like, you shifted into your I was like, you know who could pull attention? <laughs> Sandra motherfucking Bullock can pull attention. She can. You know? she, she walks into a room, boom, Miss Congeniality. I love her face, yeah. Forces of nature, Ben Affleck. Was there a cuter couple? No. Uh, decided. Yeah. So that's me. Mm. Well, me. Hit me. Um, yeah. First, maybe, baby, maybe age. Uh, when I was a child, I wanted to be an actress I would look at myself in the mirror and pretend I was interviewing with Oprah and then (laughs) 
I like how in your mind you're like, my first interview is definitely going to be Oprah. I was like, I'm going to be that big. And then high school, still being an actress. Um, and then, you know, uh, here we are. I'm a really famous actress. Yeah. So it all worked, it all worked out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I go to all of Sandra Bullock and oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. so all the uh, dreams were made manifest. Yeah. Well, now that I've gotten older, I've changed the dreams a little bit. You gotta, you know, you gotta learn how to get realistic. So now I just want Sandra Bullock calves, because I mean, <laughs> have you seen the cover of the proposal? The bitch has amazing calves, and so that's my new goal. That's a great because that's achievable. Yeah. Quite, quite. <laughs> what was the first impact of art upon your life? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's a good question. It is a good question. Um, I saw... So, th- I think there were a few things. I saw Wizard of Oz when I was really little. And I just, like... F- my parents said that I just, like, gasped through the whole movie. I was just like... <gasps> like, at everything. Um, and then also when I was... Uh, like 10 or something my parents saw me to see phantom of the opera and um it just like blew my socks off (laughs) i just loved it (laughs) so those are like i feel like the earliest times i can remember where i was like that's what i'm gonna do i get that though because you look like when you see a play or especially like a professional one and especially a big Broadway musical like done well no matter what age I feel like it's very impactful yeah, yeah. it's very like my first one like that was wicked mm. not so anyway sorry upon your life though what was a bit what was some of the earliest impacts my, of art mine are <laughs> kind of embarrassing <laughs> breaks down a couple okay one my sister was a big theater person my older sister and she was 11 years older than me so I was at a pretty young age when she was in high school and she was very good when she was in high school and she would always be cast as like the vamp, the old lady or the mm. whore. Um, and I loved watching her. I thought she was so funny and I would go see like her high school plays multiple times in a row. <laughs> um, and then my brother, who is not an actor type at all, but somehow landed the lead in Schoolhouse Rock. And I watched that and I just remember thinking, not like I want to do that. I mean, I think eventually it led there, but I remember just thinking like, like, like this live theater, I'm into this. I remember just wanting to like peer into the sides and, um, you know, what's going on backstage or like, I wanted to see how it operated. Mm. Hey, what about Wizard of Oz made you gasp so much? I, the, I mean, the monkeys, the witch, those, I mean, those tacky God. shoes, the tension. That they create within yeah. that film. Yeah. And I feel bad for not knowing her name, but the actress that plays the Wicked Witch is... Ugh. Oh, Dorothy Dorothy Hamill, I think. Oh, yeah. Primo. Brilliant. Brilliant I mean, just gasping left and right. Although this thing was circulating on the internet, and I want to bring it... It seems like a good time to bring it up. Um, <laughs> if there was ever a time. I love The Wizard of Oz. You know, great movie. The second Wizard of Oz. Yeah. The, yeah. Horrifying. Yeah, it's so scary. Yeah, like the '80s is when that was made. Yeah, right. I won't find true love and won't be comfortable with myself sexually fully, and somehow they're related because of that movie. I mean, just an awful thing to show children. Yeah, it's those wheelers. Yeah, fuck. So scary. I feel like I've seen some because I think it was at the Music Box. It was recently, Mm -hmm. and I really don't know anything about this movie, but the art direction certainly took a turn. At that creepy rock mountain? It looks, well, no, it just looks like it's sort of, there's an even heavier, like, 
steampunkishness <laughs> yeah. to it that's like it's not friendly. It doesn't... I always envision like between the first and the second one. The, I don't even, it's probably not the same artistic director, but I always imagine in between, like, there was a divorce somewhere, some, like, big life, some big life change with that artistic director. Somebody yeah. wasn't holding somebody yeah. else back anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. and then by the time they actually got to making the second one, it, it, he was darker. He was a darker artist. It's like, I'm pretty sure it was George Lucas's first wife who made sure that the first three Star Wars were actually good and had mm. she not been around it would have been a lot more like we saw in the early 2000s or something mm. like that. Never seen mm. the link yeah, of she's them. never <laughs> seen them. <laughs> I knew you were like full stop. Never seen them. Not a single I one. I did try to start the first well I did try to start the original Star Wars so the what the okay. fourth one in the series but the yeah. first one. Yes. Heyo. <laughs> Like, I'm still aware enough of pop culture to, like, kind of know what's going on. But you know who I tried to start it, and I feel like I would have liked it, but I fell asleep. But, you know, too many too many things didn't align. Long day at work. It's okay. You know, it's okay. <laughs> I know. God, Stop sorry. being so hard on yourself. At this point, it's so diffuse in, in pop culture. Yeah, now I don't want fine. to anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you don't... You now that hipster part of me is like, yeah. well, fuck it. Now I extra don't care. <laughs> so, growing up, what forms of creative expression did we experiment with? Oh. The video camera that we oh, oh my took God. from my mom's <laughs> yeah. office at work. And we had to rent it out. It was one of those big ones that fit a whole cassette. Like a whole VHS. Like a proper VHS I had tape. the same one. Fit inside, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we didn't have one as a family, but my mom worked for the school corporation. And anyway, I don't know. Somehow we could rent one out. School corporation. Um, yeah, she was a special education administrator. Anyway. So she had access to like stuff like that and we had it. And because there was such a spread in my family, because it was like me as a five, six year old with a sibling that was almost 18, we had like a proper little filmmaking team on our hands. Like we had enough adults to get the real stuff done and then enough like, you know, we had <laughs> I have to point that out because oh, I haven't eaten anything so far this <laughs> Oh. Come on, that's I not know. good for you. No, I, um, I was in a rush to get here. So well, yeah, thank we you. just well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for starving yourself for us. And we really I respect if it. I was able to be picked up by the actual microphone because that felt significant. I bet it was. Okay. And you, I bet you ruined it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh great. Anyway, uh, no. So we started like making films, and I would always somehow end up being the actress, mainly because of what I said. Like the other roles had to be taken up by the grown-ups. Things like getting the camera set up and putting ketchup everywhere for the blood. We always did something Normal. really dramatic. <laughs> One time they put me in the dry. They had me hanging out of the dryer with blood all over the floor. Classic scene. We still. <laughs> I mean, just. As far as the river cinema history goes, that one is a classic. I'm in a two. The larger story around that. Parents go out. <laughs> like there's a proper storyline. Parents go out, uh, which is my brother and my sister's friend, and they're gonna go to the ballet. Why they're going to the ballet? Yeah. Of course they're going to the ballet. <laughs> they go to the ballet and they leave the kids home alone, and with the babysitter. Okay, and the babysitter's like cool or whatever. Classic Everyone's mistake. Relaxing. And then what? 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 Who's at the front door? <gasps> Murderer in a blonde Barbie wig for some reason because we wanted to use the wigs. Blonde Barbie wig comes in with a sh like a shake it kind of weight uh, as the murder <laughs> weapon and bash bash. 
bashes my sister's <laughs> oh my skull. All right. And then there's here's where there's a gap in the movie line. And then somehow it pans to just me hanging in the dryer. We don't see how I died. I don't know if I ran towards the dryer, broke my neck, and then like was hanging it, but classic film. Is it still available? It is still available on VHS at the Rivers <laughs> Library. Uh, there's a 20-day wait period on it. Put that online. People Sounds really I would good. love to. We've been trying to get my dad to digitize that stuff. That might not be that difficult. I mean, you could probably send that somewhere. Yeah. Oh, oh sure. yeah. I think it exists. It's just the... I mean, you, don't, you definitely don't want to buy a whole VCR just to be able to record that. God, no. If... I'm, where would even somebody buy something? Like I'm that? happy living the rest of my life without a VCR. Same. You know, I miss some Same. things, but I do not need a VCR back in my life. Clunky. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, gang. I, I really had to, that became a whole thing. I apologize. I apologize. Um, I don't know what the question I had a video camera as well. It was my dad's, and he didn't want me to use it, but I did anyway, because I'm a rebel. And um, so me and my friends would make little videos of each other. And um, I also was the neighborhood babysitter, and I would gather all the children and write and direct plays for all of us. Ooh. Um, and also star. What? I was a regular uh, regular Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was your best work? Well, um, do you, like, do you remember a particular scene or like, yeah, um, there's this one show where my brother and his friend were the villains and they were covered in shaving cream, of course, cause natural villain were some sort. Yeah. And, um, there were princesses involved. Um, I'll have to dig up the script and, and show it to you guys. I like words yeah. headed though. <laughs> <laughs> so you were the, just the natural babysitter of the neighborhood. Yeah. I was. Um, so just kind of early on, because that's what you do now. Yeah, I mean, it's well. not what I want to do anymore. Uh, that's a long story, but... Um, it's also a euphemism. I can't believe there's a truck outside right now <laughs> making a backing up noise. It's literally right outside your window. Backing up yeah. back, into the window back, where we back are it right up. Now. I think somebody's just moving in today. That's what it looks like. Do th- are you getting a couch delivered <laughs> via the window? Okay, I think it's done. <laughs> Sorry, um, they interrupted you. No. no yeah, we could a, use an apology. Very rude. Ugh. I forget what I was saying. Babysitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I um, I, I was always a very responsible mm. person. I can um, see that. And so I started babysitting when I was 11, which now seems insane. But, yeah, people just started asking me, and then it became my little business. What about you just... What is it naturally about you that you just sort of, you didn't even evolve into that role. It just was what was handed to you naturally. Um, well, I'm a big sister and um, always loved taking care of my little brother. I always forget that. Yeah, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so I always, every time she says that, I'm like, right, she has a brother. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I guess, like, when I was, even when I was like little when he was born I like loved helping and taking care of him which is why I have so many kids (laughs) it is you said about being 11 like I almost miss those days where because it makes me nervous when I have my kids like it used to be okay to leave your 11 year old with like everyone it was fine and now 11 year olds have babysitters oh I nanny a 13 year old yeah yeah, but I feel like when I'm a parent 
Like, once you hit 10 and show that you can, like, keep oh, yeah. fires out of the house, yeah. fuck Stay it. home You're alone. in charge. Yeah. Stay at home, they'll, they'll make yeah. movies. You know? Not for, yeah. like, a whole day, but, you know. So what other paths could either of you gone down had things been even slightly different? <laughs> I'd have been a teacher. <laughs> you mean, like, like could we have ended up, like, doing drugs and being in rehab? Oh! Oh! I thought it was a happy world. I thought, like, different (laughs) career paths. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure we're here. You thought he meant, like... (laughs) Someone would have, like, something real bad. You got (laughs) fucked up. How would you deal with it? Yeah, I would This is where the show takes a turn. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be a teacher, but I've always known that. Oh. Always known that. Why? Still might be. Um... Because I really enjoy it. I really enjoy, like, helping people. No, that sounds so martyristic, and I hate when people try to make answers sound like there's something special. I just, I, th- I think I'd be good at it. I've had a lot of teaching opportunities in the past that I thought went really well and that I enjoyed. And I don't know, I just, I kind of like being able to spread education but I like uh, me spreading education <laughs> it's similar to performing I mean you're yeah talking it is a little yeah. bit yeah what age range though would you be comfortable with? Who could well you that's the thing I'd really have to go back to school because I would want to do higher ed <laughs> sort of like or college. or like little five-year-olds like kindergarten maybe like no I don't have I don't have the energy yeah, I would I, I would become an alcoholic if I became a kindergarten <laughs> teacher so yeah it would be like like my ideal dream job even now, even not a different path, would be like a college uh, art or director, like a college theater director. Hmm. How do you, who do you see yourself without the without who you are now, without the babysitting? Who could you have been? Uh, <laughs> without the babysitting. <laughs> Imagine. Um, well, um, I, I I love animals, so I love traveling. So you know. Um, traveling around and saving all the animals, um, just having a, an animal sanctuary <laughs> where I have lots of people to help me so that I can, you know, leave for months at a time to go travel and they can take care of everything. And I don't want to deal with the, the blood and the guts and whatnot. Have someone else do that. I'm just there to love the animals. I like how on our own we turned his question into, so if nothing held you back, what would you do in life? No, okay, but but I do love animals, so something with animals. Creatively, what do you both wish you were better at? That you resigned yourselves to knowing this isn't, I can't do this, this will be somebody else's thing, but, you know, a world's turned, what, oh. what do you wish? I wish I was a better singer. God, I wish I could just belt it out, but I can't. It's not there. I heard. I heard. <laughs> I wish story. you could have seen her face. <laughs> I heard a story on a different podcast about how you do karaoke. Yeah, I do. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. What was it, Trader Todd's? Trader Todd's. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Trader. Mm-hmm. And then oh, you yeah. did a decent rendition of uh, "Believe in a Thing Called Love" by yeah. the Darkness. Here's a decent it, performance. That, yeah, it's all in the performance. It's not in the voice. Sometimes it's all you need. It's the delivery. Yeah. No, I hated yeah. to whoa, whoa, whoa that situation. <laughs> what are you bringing to the delivery then? Oh, just physicality. Um, Kit described it as a lot of limbs. It's a lot of limb. It's a lot of limb. Um... But I don't say that negatively, and I want no, to be I, very clear about I that. I didn't take it negatively. The fluidity, <laughs> the dexterity, 
the passion that goes behind yes. my phrase a lot of limbs <laughs> you have passion is it, yeah. you know is yeah. what i can't describe so well in the air you just have to see it because they flow in a way that just makes you want to dance, makes your heart leap. Thank you. <laughs> and, make, and you know, it makes you makes you have that thought. We're like, I hope that kid does okay. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Thank you. Thank if you. you were, if you were a better singer, what would you do with that talent? Musical fucking theater. <laughs> yeah, I knew. You were God damn. You're it. such a nerd <laughs> in, at heart. <laughs> You know, I know a lot of musical theater uh, people. Brag. They're all, yeah. they're all the, no, they're all the best and they're also the worst because in college you go to a musical theater party and what do they all do? Just bust out singing. Make out with each other and, and give each other backgrounds. And make out. Um, <laughs> but, but God damn it, if I could belt like that, I'd be singing all the time too. I sure would. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Because you know I like to shut up musical theater kids. And I can because I did it. <laughs> Relax out there, <laughs> listeners. But I have eventually came to the same conclusion. I'm mm. like, yeah, but you can't sing like that. Yeah. And I bet if you did, you'd want to sing all the time, too. So we forgive you. Yeah. What about you, though, Kit? What do you wish you were better at? I wish that I was a better uh, on-screen actor. What's, all, what's holding you back from Always that? have. I just... And I don't mean this. This is not a like, don't shit on yourself. It really is that. But objectively, looking at the business-wise, my face, me and a camera, we just don't work. There are plenty of people in this world that are attractive, but they get on a camera and it's just, it doesn't work. And I don't have the right instincts on camera. Uh, I feel like I was fine on stage. Um, But the great part about that is that I'm not not very good at that. I wish I was better, but whatever. So we move on. But when I first realized that, it helped me realize that I really like directing. No, I think it's a good thing to know your strengths because like I would talk about how I'm not a great singer. My mom would be like, no, you're a beautiful singer. And it's like, no, I know I'm not a good singer. Yeah, that's not the point. Yeah. I'm not asking for... Some people have things and don't. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. It's good to know that about you. You learn more about yourself from the things that you can admit that you can't do when you you can't you don't have to be a triple threat. You don't have to do everything. You can just let that be somebody else's thing. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to force yourself. It's your Sutton Foster. <laughs> Nobody's coming for it. Nobody wants your ABC Family Show. <laughs> so back in the day, you were really just letting the ketchup do a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of. Oh, it did most of the, it was most of the story. Because we didn't have a sound designer, not enough kids, you know? They only had five, rude. We really needed a sound designer. Can either of you be creative during times of stress? And there are different kinds of stress. There's emotional, there's uh, like to-do list stress, things that you have to get done. And there is a difference between who gets affected by what and what way. I think I'm only creative when I'm stressed. I work best <laughs> under pressure. I really do. Yeah. When things are going smooth sailing, I think that's why I'm not that creative now. Yeah. It's cause, Me too. It's because yeah. my job has like normal hours well, now. Well, no, I'm quite distressed at my job. Yeah. But, but I'm sorry. Continue. No, but like I have normal hours at my job. Like things are pretty like, for the most part, days can be stressful, but it's not that overall stress. And I think I've gotten less creative. Yeah. But when I was like dog walking and slumming it and like shit was going wrong, God damn, I was funny. Yeah. <laughs> now I just make myself giggle and I do and I do voices to my dog. What sort of voices? Um well, there's one where I like to pretend like he's a security guard for my apartment. 
And because so my dog's five pounds, that it's relevant to have a picture in your head. He's this a little, is Huck. yeah. This is Huck, Huck, my dog Huck, Huckleberry Jean. Um, <laughs> naturally, for those who know, he's five pounds. He's a little white dog. You can imagine he's cute. Okay, uh, so I like his security guard character, and he just he walks around. And he's like, uh, hey, hey guys, uh, just wanted to let you know there's a there's some paws paws walking by the door, and we're gonna have a pause in about twenty seconds. Uh, I'm gonna need to go wait shit. I'm gonna need to bark really really hard. <laughs> Uh, to let you know that the paws are here. And then he'll do perimeters around my bed, you know, just yeah. to check the, the moat. <laughs> he thinks there's a moat in his I mind. wildly misinterpreted what you meant by <laughs> I do voices for my dog. You mean you do voices that your dog is the one speaking. I thought you meant you do voices to your dog. Oh, no, 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 Huck has characters. He has bits that he does. He has jobs. There's a French one where he's always trying to like hit on me. That character's fun. He's like, oh, my mom's well, he's also cute. Oh, morning kisses. Yes. So. That feels like a lonely. I regret giving that information away. I don't. Heidi, pl- please answer the question. <laughs> what was the, I already did, I think. What was the question? <laughs> well, no, you, both, you both did answer, and I'll take that more as like in terms of things that have to get done, like work stress. But what about emotional stress? Am I able to be creative under emotional stress? Yeah, or is that oh, something yeah. that you have to deal with? Yeah, I mean, I have to deal with it, but through creativity, I feel like I... Um, I, I... <laughs> Sorry, Kit was giving me a very judgy look. I realized my face, I didn't need it to hold like that. It was just doing No, that. it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> Um, No, I mean, I used to, like, love journaling when I was stressed. I've sort of steered away from that, yeah. (laughs) Um, I used to love painting when I was stressed. Um, But now, now what do I do? I guess I just play with my cats in a creative manner. Um, (laughs) You don't have to shoehorn in the creativity part. If you just play with the cats when you're stressed out, then that's fine. Yeah. Or do you actually play with the cats in a creative way? Well, I mean, mean, she has to hide from them sometimes in her bathroom (laughs) because they're attacking her. So if we want to call that creative play. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I have, okay, I just need to say it. Maybe there's some listeners out there that can help. Heidi is in an abusive relationship (laughs) with her two cats. She is Patty Hearst denial level. Um, it's just the one. It's just mermaid. Do oh, is fine. Just the one cat she has to hide from in her own home. Yeah. That's too much already. Yeah, I mean... I have to look at the mic when I'm talking to the listeners. <laughs> she can't help it. It's how she is, and I love her for who she is, and she's very lucky to have someone like me who does that, um, because another home, I don't know if they'd you know, put up with her... It's here's what happens. Okay, so it happens when I when I'm rehearsing something and when I'm talking on Marco Polo. I must use a different voice and she can't stand it. She can't stand it. And she attacks me. But everyone has a phone voice. Like I think everyone has a phone voice. She doesn't like it. She does not, not like, like phone, phone voice with someone you're closer, but phone voice in like a work way, phone voice in a calling customer service way. Like right now this is my voice. You know, old white men are like, Ugh, all that glottal stop. Ooh, not into it. But when I'm on the phone or like I'm talking to customer service, I'm like, hey, hi, this is good. I just had a really quick question. I just wanted to know, like, I can't I, help it. I, I drop into, yeah. I maybe it's more a woman idea. thing. I balked at the idea at first when you said phone voice. I was like, I don't have a phone voice. But then you started talking about customer service. It's like, oh, I get a lot kinder when I'm talking <laughs> to you. Because I have been on 
the other end, I've never been like a customer service like helpline person, but I do know what it's like to be on the other side of a phone when somebody's calling in, somebody's has an attitude and it's like, this is this person's day. This is everything they're doing today is just answering phones. So why, yeah. why do I need to be an asshole? That's why yeah. I like to start with a really cheery hello. Let them know right off the bat, like, no, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not one of the mean ones. <laughs> so we're here today. Well, we're all here today because of the podcast Tipsy Tabloids, which you mm. two started. Mm. <laughs> Back in the summer of 2018, what part of 2018? Yeah, <laughs> it was it was bi-weekly then. So there was yes. you, you you don't have this large catalog of episodes leading up based to, on the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what led up to just ignoring the truck outside? Um, <laughs> what what led up to doing this show? I know some of it because you guys can be heard on Cheers to You, another Art Phoenix Studios podcast network podcast, which is very good and people should subscribe to. Uh, so I do know some of the history, but it sounded like this started in a Zoom, uh, was it Zumba? Zumba class. Zumba, yes, we are uh, that truck. I tell you, it's very yeah. rude. I will expect a written apology. It seems to just like be moving like just slightly. In a bizarre game of like, how close can I get me? Yeah. Okay. There's always I, something when I'm doing this show. <laughs> no one respects or... our art. <laughs> um, I will say what my favorite thing, and then we'll get into like the details, but I like my favorite thing about this show, about this project is, you know, we've obviously done creative stuff our whole lives. It's the first project, at least for me, that was a completely or like came from a completely organic like wouldn't this be fun came from a truly like no other motives no other anything yeah. inside just like we're two friends that would really have fun doing this and I think it's really cool that's something that we started with such pure like mm. just have fun mm -hmm. let's get out some of our creativity intentions turned into something that like at least you know some, some people like some people listen to yeah yeah I agree I mean we were both like in a place where we weren't maybe doing as much as we had been so it came very organically um, yeah. but we I would talk to Kit about like, I'd be like, have you heard such and such, such as new song or have you heard yeah, about Yeah, this was at Zumba song? class. Yeah. And, and she'd be like, I don't know who that is. Or she'd be like, I listened to Selena Gomez's new song and it'd be a song from like four years ago. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I think Harry Styles was the one that broke you. Oh, that God. That was the final song. Yeah. I think after I said that was when we started talking about. She did. She doesn't know or didn't know who Harry Styles was. She does now. And Heidi... I said that, I, like, in earnest. I was like, wait, who's Harry Styles? And Heidi, like, cartoon-esque, <laughs> dropped her jaw, like, like, who's framing Roger Rabbit eyes, like, whoa, <laughs> went out, and, like, you couldn't believe it. You couldn't believe it at all. Uh, and then that's when we formally were like, wouldn't it be fun? Because of my job and my access to mics, obviously, we've mm. kind of done our own mm -hmm. thing. But at the time, I was like, we have access to these mics in these studios, like... Wouldn't it be funny if you just, like, kind of taught me something about someone every day? And then through texting, it became something more with a clearer idea and piece of what we we're going to do. And then here we are. And then here we are. The best parts of that show, which is not to say that 
they're, they're the only good parts. It's all golden. Is when Heidi is shocked by your absolute lack of, A, your lack of knowledge, and how little you care about your lack of knowledge. And that can be best summed up by this, this quote from your most oh, recent episode. Quote. Oh, no. I do have quotes. The facts, the facts interest me not, Heidi. <laughs> if they did, I would know that. That sums up the show 100%. me not that would have been fine but the fact that i would know if it mattered i would care right the idea the premise of the show is that i want to learn things from heidi and yet i continuously tell her how little i care yeah it's also like you like you know you say you want to be a teacher it's shown me how horrible i would be at being a teacher because people wouldn't know things and I'd be you like, can't ask idiots. her you can't ask her a follow-up yeah do not if you you know if we ever do a live listener call in don't ask heidi a follow-up question. She will not know the answer. I'm trying to get better at it. I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. No, you're wonderful. She does very good research. One of the other great strengths of the show is just how how well you two play off of each other. And we've talked about the origin of the show in general, but what, what are the origins of you two? I mean, I know you both come from different parts of the country. Colorado and Indiana? Have I got that right? Heyo. Okay. <laughs> I try to keep that on the DL though. <laughs> so how did you two get here. I know you're both theater trained, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Northern Colorado mm-hmm. University and I don't Vermont. Right. Okay, and Vermont. Yeah. All right, so how did we get here to Chicago? Um, well, I uh, I went to college for acting, majored in acting and I University of Northern Colorado. Hey-oh. Um, And when it came to graduation time, like, everyone was moving to New York and L.A., and I kept thinking about it. I was like, I don't really want to go to New York. You know, and she's staring at the pink line on the stick. <laughs> <laughs> and I have this child in my womb, and, and I was just thinking, where do I go to raise this child? Um, How do you feel about that, that you've said? That? <laughs> so you assumed the fetal position, oddly. Oh, that really... Sometimes I get myself, Heidi knows this. It's not an attractive quality, but I do tickle myself. Um, Please continue. So there's no baby, guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought about going to LA because I love the sun. Um, but I was thinking about, (laughs) (laughs) and famously LA is the only place you can get sun in this country. But, but I loved, I loved comedy. I loved doing it. Um, I didn't really follow into it until my later in college, but, um, I just after the birth after the child was born and I realized I was so funny. Thank God this baby came along. You had all these great mommy bits. <laughs> With the child on my breast. I could just laugh and laugh. Um, but but I decided to come to Chicago. Um uh, for the comedy scene, and here I am. For that hot eight years comedy. later. Oh, isn't that eight, crazy? Nine years later. Oh! I just want to yet again point out Heidi is older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Um, yeah, after I always. Um, 
I started doing theater or stand up when I was like 18. So I had been doing it um, a lot, traveled. It was a big part of my life when I was out in Vermont, out east. So my plan for a while had always been to move to Chicago to do comedy right after graduation. So that's what I did. I came here. Um, then me and you met doing a show. We weren't in the same cast, but like I understudied for her cast. Bef- it was uh, Bye Bye Liver. Bye Bye Liver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, like a couch is being delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Directly outside the window. Um, and I also worked there and, you know, we did a lot of things there. It was like a theater company. So, you know, with all the boring details aside, we met through that theater. And um, it wasn't actually till the end, and we've talked about this, I think, on Elliot's show and on our own show. It wasn't until the end of that experience, because it was very toxic. Mm. We don't need to go into it. But... Mm. It wasn't until the end of that experience when we kind of were coming together and being like, wasn't that crazy how everything went down? And that we actually... I was to a little bit of this. I was listening to his, your episode of his show before I came here because I wanted to get a little refresher Yeah. on everything, see if there's anything I could build off of. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it sounded like it was complicated. It was very complicated, but the bright side of it is afterwards is, you know, some of the company members kind of got together. And then me and Heidi just kept getting together. We became buddies. We just kept getting together a little more on our own. Um, Yeah. And then realized we can be very, like, not to be cheesy, but then I, like, then I realized, though, like, no one makes me laugh more than Heidi sometimes. It's true. Well, Kit is primo. Jokes, laughs-wise, it's a real good, (laughs) it's a real symbiotic relationship (laughs) laugh-wise. So... Tipsy Tabloids, the show where you two get tipsy and... Uh, talk about, talk tabloids. about tabloids. Thank you. I was setting it up. <laughs> um, it really is... It doesn't... It doesn't get mean, but it is really about... It really is about Sometimes. uncovering some uncomfortable stuff that people might not know about famous people. Now, why is that so important to Heidi I'm addressing that to you because you are the one that knows more yeah um I don't know if I could tell you why it's so important to me I just like have always been fascinated by not just celebrities but people in general like people I went to college with I love seeing what they're doing now and and like also the whole social media thing like I love when people post this like gorgeous picture and you're like I know that your life isn't that great (laughs) I know it's not. (laughs) So I don't know. There's something about it that just fascinates me. Um, And like, I'm sorry. I forgot where I was going for just a second. I just had a total brain fart. Um, But I, I don't know. I just love when things go wrong um and i like it i mean when things go right for people too it's really nice you're ending this strong yeah (laughs) i just i just think it's really fascinating like like justin timberlake for example like he was so like thought of as this perfect guy in everyone's minds and then things happened where he didn't act like such a great guy and then people are like oh maybe he's like people build people up so much in their minds to be this certain way and it's like they're really not it's a shame what he did to Paula Abdul. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Paula. Poor fucking Paula, man. My God. My God. Well, and the other thing I wanted to say, though, more from like a business standpoint, not like business, but more from a podcast show 
direction. I mean, the other reason that those are the details that we harp on is she won't maintain my attention if we don't pick those details. <laughs> and if there's anything like to just, you know, she's going to lose me and then I'm not going to care. So it's also just That's true. Yeah. It's yeah, also yeah. just kind of the catnip in front of the cat. Yeah. Situation. Why don't you care so much about all this extra info? Because uh, Heidi knows me. I like weird info. <laughs> <laughs> I like to know other kinds of things. And um, what does that mean? I, you know, like. Kid, open up to me. The, <laughs> the names of Columbine victims and Ted Bundy's, like. Okay. Not Ted Bundy, because everyone's talking about that now. I was, in it him. I was into him before. <laughs> or like, I know... It was like the same amount of Ted Bundy content dropping at the same time as there was Firefest content. Yeah. Like, mm. within weeks of each other. It's like, why all of a sudden do we have all this new yeah. info? And I like learning a lot of other, like, uh, social... I'm saying like a lot. Uh, <laughs> social psychology kind of... Like, I know a bunch of crazy random specific facts about Everest and most of the tragedies that happened on Everest. Um, <laughs> you know, I got really into curling once and like a lot of those rules are and in my head. And the tragedies involved with curling. And the tragedies involved. The knee scrapes <laughs> and the swollen ankles. Um, so, and I've just never cared. I've just never cared. It really isn't an act. It's just, I think everyone cares about dumb shit and has their dumb thing they care about. Mm. Everyone has things mm. that they think are dumb that they don't care about. Like, and so for me, this is just mine. And the juxtaposition between me and Heidi works really well, I think. I just don't care. I... <laughs> because I'm, it's the same reason I don't have, uh, it's the same reason I don't really have an Instagram. It's, I just, for me, I'm like, why would anyone care you about- You have a hashtag. I do have a hashtag, though. Kid Rivers does an Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very important. Because uh, it's the same idea. It's like, why would anyone care about seeing a picture of me or this or that just as much as I don't care about, you know? It's, like, mutual for me. Yeah. How quick was the decision? Because it could just be a show talking about celebrity gossip. How quick was the decision made? But we could drink, too while we're doing it. That was oh, the first decision. Yeah. yeah. Was that the first the decision. decision. Yeah. Before the tabloids even entered it. Well, tabloids entered it because it, it sounded good off tipsy almost. Yeah. I mean, like, that the was... The alliteration is nice. Yeah. 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 It was always... Always there. Yeah. Yeah. Never a question. Yeah. That's, <laughs> we almost got, like, mad. I mean, don't be fucking stupid, Andy, okay? Obviously, it was always about drinking. Really sorry. Thank you. I got fired up. Gotta yeah. take a breather. You touched Heidi's shoulders. I did. I, had to, I need to find my energy. I needed to just stabilize in the safe space. How much thought goes into pairing certain celebrities with drinks? It doesn't seem like there's maybe too much. Literally none. Okay. No The thought. drink pairing go has more to do with our moods. Has more to do with, or what, like, what's the season available. and like what's available yeah. and I think we've kind of tried to maintain that what's a bit. in like our this, wallet this is why this is what we're drinking yeah. but they're not connected to celebrity no that would have been a good idea <laughs> yeah maybe we'll start doing that now I was gonna ask because it's, it's certainly not themed to the weather because a couple episodes back it was whiskey lemonade yes it was uh, minus 50 outside yes that episode we was. weren't gonna let nature tell us shit <laughs> I think that's in the description of the episode um and then this past episode is vodka milkshakes which has nothing to do with Lady Gaga as far as I can. It has to do with more of the J-Lo. Yes. <laughs> yes, which is why. I'm... Okay, so your episode before Lady Gaga was the J-Lo episode and that got it got brought up that there's this J-Lo 
challenge, this no carb, no sugar thing, but you two are currently, is it still in the middle yeah. of it? Yes, yes. And from the videos on social media, it seems like things have been rough. Well, for me. From the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about that a little bit. How Describe first the, the challenge itself and why immediately it was so tough. Um, it was hard because I am hungry. You, your voice almost got like tearful, like just even bringing it up. Like Andy, this is a sense we said, we said we weren't going to talk about this topic, Andy, and you to bring it up on air is a dick move. <laughs> is this gotcha journalism? It was the least performative Heidi's been the entire time. The, definitely the most real. <laughs> and I wanted to nip that. <laughs> I'm someone who functions best when I have, uh, you know, a normal blood sugar. And when you're eating only protein and vegetables, it's hard to maintain a steady blood sugar. <laughs> and it dips real low sometimes. And I also get, I tried to work out this morning and I was exhausted. Yeah, you're very brave for working out. I've yeah. decided during this whole 10 days I am not working out. Not. I don't have the energy. What day are we in currently? Because this episode will four. drop way after it's all. Oh, we're only in four. No, we're on five. Oh, yeah, we're on five. Yeah. Okay. We're and halfway see, there. Actually, five's the, I think five's a good mark because then it's like, fuck, less than a week left. Yeah. Yeah. But how does this work into the recording schedule? Because it's no sugar, no carbs. We can our episodes. And our listeners okay, know so that. Okay, so you have that. And we let yeah. them know even in the... Okay. Maybe in the... Go no. We let them know in the next episode um, that, like, don't worry, this was f before. Yeah, I don't think it was in the Gaga. But it's only going to overlap with one episode, that. just this next Thursdays. Okay. Anyway, this means nothing because when this was released. But, um... This will release. Yeah, it's on, been okay. This will release on Valentine's Day, so this is also technically Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Love everyone. All of our tipsters, get it in. Get Have it fun. in. Get it in. Get it wet. Get it out. Get, get it the way you duck. like it on your spectrum. <laughs> um, but do it with someone who cares about you. Yeah. Or, or someone who doesn't. If they don't care about you, at least, you know, make it someone who... It's called grinder. You it's wake up the Tinder. next morning it's and you say, bars. it's okay, I did that. I feel good about that. I feel good about yeah. that. But keep it safe. Keep it safe. Wrap it, it before up. you tap it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's sorry. We just wanted to get our Valentine's Day message across. <laughs> we should have done a Valentine's Day message. Uh, too late now. We just did one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll use this. Thanks. I'll place this. At give us, edit this out. Give us this chunk. Thank did you. Did we answer the question? What was the question? <laughs> well, you did because you were, uh, how tough it is for you right now with this challenge. Oh, it's, yeah. Where are you at with this? I get scared to answer. No, it's okay. Be honest. Because it sounds like my answer is being douchey and I'm trying to put on a show. Just be honest. But I'm not. It has not been that hard for me. I have not noticed differences except positive ones so far however <laughs> i say that knowing full well something's gonna tip i don't and know the, we're halfway through and the cravings are gonna come you know this morning uh i woke up very hungry the one thing i do like is whatever this diet is it's forced me to get on a more normal eating schedule because i um don't do breakfast as heidi knows i have a very bad habit of not doing Neither breakfast do and then binging very aggressively at the end of the day sometimes i'll only have one meal a day yeah, it's oh, not, not a great me. habit. So it's gotten me back into that cycle, which I like, which I'm waking up hungry. But thus far, my energy's been better, actually. Um, I don't know. 
It's fine. I, it's fine. I'm not, I was never a big caffeine person before, so I've been doing okay with keeping that stable. I think that's helped me, but I, but I am getting sick of vegetables. It's a I'm lot getting, it's of a vegetables. lot of vegetables. I am getting a lot of vegetables. I'm like, if I see celery, I'm going to the meal prep. It took me an hour to yeah. get everything ready for my day. Yeah. 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 Now, there hasn't been, like, a video a day. There's been maybe, like, three... We bring them out every... We don't want to do... much content. Yeah, yeah. So we... Because you won't... Yeah. Yeah. And day-to-day, it doesn't change too much. Like, every couple days, it changes. Yeah. There's a definite difference between the first video produced and the second afterwards, especially in terms of camera. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing great social media work. Thank you very much. Have, Thank you. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> I said I have no notes for you too. We learn as we go. Heidi's very good at social media. Yeah, because I, I didn't think know I was very much appreciative of that because that's a lot of what this department or this network is propped up by is is social media. I mean, like just between word of mouth and just social media marketing, it's been yeah. great getting everything out there. And you're just really good at it. Like you, the things you chose choose to post, like in the videos, like you edit. She edits the videos and stuff. Oh, so thank you. Basically, our skills divide perfectly yeah. for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Actually, that your your half of everything is you do all the audio and yes. the audio engineering for everything, and I keep complimenting you on that because yeah. the show comes out perfectly. But it's I'm very shocked. good. I'm for shocked those of you that have been there with us from the beginning, <laughs> not in the early days. We know, we know. Oh, I fixed that. Oh, thanks. Oh. What a perfect. Yeah, Never that mind. Was like, that was like the easiest because the problem was is that Heidi, you sounded like you were very far yeah. away. And I don't know. Heidi records a hundred feet away from me every time. <laughs> and I'm glad you guys stopped doing that. Yeah. Um, we thought, all right. Stupid uh, creative choice. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it was just for some reason, it was like a stereo track where you were just on one side of the stereo. Yeah, so my, all I did oh, was. My input was. But were then off. one side of the track was both of you together. So I just deleted the one that was just your voice and then just. Oh. Took a mono. Oh, took the, no. yeah. oh, I thought you were high fiving me. I was, but it was like an air five. <laughs> yeah, I just took, uh, made that a mono file and then made that into another stereo file, and everything is perfect. And, and that only lasted for like four episodes. So you yeah. guys sound perfect, and you would never guess. Run me through again, because we were talking about this before the show started, what the recording situation is, because to me, I would never have guessed. So, um,. Our recording situation now is we use my phone. It's an iPhone 7. In your studio apartment. In my studio apartment, which the reason we bring that up is that matters because my studio apartment kind of has low ceilings, so it's very dense, so we don't get a lot of noise. We don't. We just don't get a lot of noise. Yeah. And the where, where I'm situated in the building, I'm in the back, I'm not by a street. That's really nice to not have a lot of extra Yeah, <laughs> like trucks backing up. So that's a huge part of it. But then... We just invested money into this Sure uh, Motif, Motive mic um, that you plug in and uh, through the lightning bolt in the iPhone, and then it operates off of a Mac. And it's uh, we there's all these different kind of features that you can choose, but we use Mono Biodirectional for any audio engineers out there. That's what we use, um, so that we we're even though it'll end up on one track, which is nice and easier for editing, it's still getting both of our voices very clear. Um, and then I put it in Audacity, and I edit through there. So knowing that you don't pair certain drinks with certain celebrities, if you were to do that, three celebrities, 
who, what cocktails, like what this. drinks would go ooh, with ooh. who? I already know one. George Clooney, we'd have to drink his tequila. He's got a tequila company. Casamigos. Yeah. Very good tequila. We'd have to drink that tequila. Yeah. I don't know if that's gone the way of Tito's where it's so mass produced now that it's lessened in quality. It might be. He also sold the company for a billion dollars, so it's out of his hands very now. Very good deal, But yeah. we'd have to drink that. Chelsea Handler vodka. Obviously. Um, That's always the kind of thing, like, when celebrities come out with vodka, it's usually the lowest quality. I don't think she has she a She doesn't vodka. have one. She just she drinks just a ton of vodka. Just, okay, she doesn't want her own vodka. Is what, Grey Goose? No, no, Kettle One. Yeah. She drinks Kettle She's now? a Kettle Goose. She always has no. been. I could have sworn, like, an old girlfriend told me that she was a Grey Goose. Well, girl. your girlfriend was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God she's your ex. I'm glad you dumped her ass. <laughs> That Tell her she doesn't know shit about Chelsea that, Handler. Yeah. She can come at me. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, sorry, I got, sorry, I got real hot. I got real hot. Okay, so she's a kettle. She's a kettle gal now. Yeah, which I respect. Yeah. Um, and then we need one more. Let's see. Hmm. Um, Jeff Bridges, White Russian. Okay, that's it. sure. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We still need to drink those mini white Russians. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Kettle One, uh, your first episode with the network, there was a a request, maybe, instead of Svedka, to have a uh, consistent delivery of Kettle One. A consistent delivery of Kettle One every week. Yeah. Um, I can't make something like that. Yeah, we've manifest. been waiting. <laughs> yeah, where are you? Um, I can't make I, I wait like every day by the door. <laughs> I can't do uh, weekly or monthly. I can at least do this one box. Oh, gift! Gift! I got a gift! <laughs> so you may have access Hello! to this one. Also, yeah. We have to take a picture with it. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the network gift as well. Thanks, so Andy. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Nice vodka. <laughs> For that'll be three episodes, maybe. Yeah, I, didn't know, I didn't know what size I should buy. <laughs> like, no, that's awesome. Thank I you don't know so these much. two well enough to know like is this just like gonna make it one episode? <laughs> because uh, in my days when I've been a, a professional, it's like. Oh, just one bottle? You know, that's not gonna... <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm storing a lot of liquor specifically for the show. Yeah. I'm gonna have to padlock it myself. <laughs> and give you the key, or the combo. How much liquor has been purchased for individual... Oh, that's a fun one. By now, at least 15 bottles of wine. At least. At least. Is that mostly and... just, like, barefoot and yellow too? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of Nothing Svedka. Nothing over $8. Yeah. Nothing over $8. A lot of Svedka. Yeah. We have one bottle of whiskey that we work around with like, yeah. that one time. What we got peppermint schnapps that know. one time. What, what brand is the whiskey? Pff, I don't remember. Jameson or something. We got uh, peppermint schnapps mm-hmm. for a specific episode. Uh, like so now I do have... Or something like lower? We put peppermint schnapps in hot cocoa. But what kind of uh, peppermint schnapps? Oh, no idea. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so now... Yeah, so I have an odd collection yeah. of... Liquors now at my so house. You, when you walk into the store, you're looking at the lower shelf. Oh yeah, no. eyes, Your eyes down. Yeah, down. Nothing <laughs> eye level. If there's anything I'm gonna teach my kids in this world, <laughs> and I strongly believe they're gonna have to live through the apocalypse, so I'm gonna teach them a lot. But the number one thing I will teach them is when you go into a grocery store, you keep those eyes, those peepers down. That is where you save the money. You keep them up, mid level, you're screwed. 
Yeah, you get the fuck out of yeah. there. Both of you are taller women, and that just does not come in handy in that situation. No, you put, you're, no, no, actually no. You're, a, a harmful. You're gonna hurt, hurt a lot of people. You're gonna run, run into a lot of things. A Do lot, your squats. You're gonna hear break it, you buy it a lot. <laughs> Because they don't understand. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what does a celebrity have to do to be considered a tipsy tabloid subject? Oh, oh, oh. You gotta be big. Big. You gotta be big. We only talk about the stars, like Jillian Michaels. Yeah, well, this isn't a show for D-listers. No, no, sir. What? Let's not. It could very well become. I mean, depending on how long the show runs. Okay, Heidi, I appreciate the answer, but the reality is anyone. I don't know. I do want the show to keep going for a while, but yeah, at a certain point, you might have to have either repeat... Or, well, you know, we can start doing A-list. movies. We can start doing... They, they, it's notoriety. Whatever. Because yeah. we need to do, like, a carrot top. You know, oh, we, we need do to do like a Joan yeah. Rivers. So yeah. it's not so much A-list, but notoriety, whether it's infamous or... You have to have done some shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. if you've diddled anyone, you're for sure yeah. going to get on there. Yep. Uh, if you've had any sort of rehabs, you're definitely yep, going to get on, on there. Uh, like Kelly Clarkson, God bless her, but she's done nothing. But that's a good thing. Oh, it's a great thing yeah. for her, for sure. Yeah, congrats, she, Kelly. Yeah, Doesn't mean you're way not gonna to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you hit a low note. Doesn't mean <laughs> that was like <laughs> like transvestite love. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> but get the fuck out. You know? Yeah. I guess that raises an interesting question: Is there good gossip? Oh, good of course. Uh, the Mariah Carey episode. No, I mean, like, gossip in general. Is it is it a oh. good thing or a bad thing? Oh, no, no. Is that what you're I actually do have a separate question about that. But, oh. I, like, in terms of can you, when you're gossiping about someone, is it always, does it always have to be bad? Does the word inherently mean something bad? Oh, no. I no. don't think so. No. We talked some pretty hot goss about Matt Damon's water charity. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It just depends on, you know, I think it's the way that people treat gossip. <laughs> That makes it seem like it's got a negative connotation, but in theory, goss is goss. What's going on? Everyone does it. What are the, what do they yeah. hit people up to? Yeah. What have been, and I've listened to uh, most of the episodes. I, I don't know if I've listened. I, I haven't listened through every single one of them all the way. Uh, what have been some of the most shocking revelations? My God, Paula Abdul. I was just about to say when I realized that, you know, that what that blew my cap off, just blew it right off. Oh, do you mean in the sense that that was her most got, shocking revelation? Somebody got confused. I literally said Janet Jackson, I think three times. You did. And not only that. This is a Kit Rivers uh, revelation, by the way. Yes. This isn't about Paula Abdul. Yes. And barely about Janet Jackson <laughs> as well. I, we have talked about Justin Timberlake before. And we've talked about Janet Jackson before. In the, the real fias- world. Yes. The fact that she... <laughs> it showed me she, she doesn't listen. <laughs> I guess to be fair, it sometimes was I get past. distracted. Like it was some... past the halfway point, I believe, in the episode. And by halfway point, I mean that could be two or three. three weeks. <laughs> you two are in your cups. In our cups. Don't was... give her excuses. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! I definitely don't want. I don't want Kit to not feel bad about this. 
<laughs> no, I should. You should. Um, I need to listen better. Because I will say, before we all met up to sign contracts and make everything official, I did want to do my homework and make sure that I was able to reference certain things and be speak intelligently about your program, even though I had heard episodes before, because even before you guys reached out to me, I, I was a fan. I am a fan still. Great show. Oh, thank you. Um, but you gave me some episodes that you referred to as like your best or that were your highest rated, uh, and the Justin Timberlake episode wasn't on there, and my reaction to that was like, You've completely misjudged which are your best. I recommend everybody start with the Justin Timberlake episode for that exact moment. How many times Heidi had said the name Janet Jackson? And you know, I went my the way I ended up saying Paula Abdul. I it, it was such a confident sentence. Yes. Remember, I went in so hard. You, you so don't do that to motherfucking Paula Abdul. Abdul. Oh, that um, one hurt. Yeah. That one hurt. I mean, it's still true. You don't do that to Paula Abdul. No, maybe. or Paula. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the absolute shock in Heidi's voice, which was, and it's the you hardest. Should, her face was. I can only imagine. That's the hardest I've laughed. <laughs> it just got mixed up. It just got mixed up. With someone we hadn't talked about. At all. <laughs> it, is, it is incredible how things do change past that halfway point. <laughs> um, and the most significant change rests on your shoulders. <laughs> um, <laughs> to the point where we were talking about before we started recording that Heidi does have to make an executive decision <laughs> when the episode ends. <laughs> I just, I have a lot of follow up sometimes. I get distracted by other topics. <laughs> <laughs> I get very so giggly. Tangents become more frequent. <laughs> <laughs> Almost to the, to the extent where you don't care what the show's about anymore. No, God. Celebrities are just excuses for me to get my ideas out. <laughs> Shake around some of my thoughts and my bits. I wouldn't have thought that the idea of a vodka milkshake would have Delicious. hit any human being so hard. But as it comes out during the recording... There are pockets within a vodka milkshake. Yes. Um, much like how uh, those were tough. Yeah. Precious metals run through the earth. Mm -hmm. There's vodka. That's exactly yes. the comparison I would use. <laughs> that is exactly what I would use. Um, how big a milkshake was this milkshake? Well, it was a large. We went large bin. Yeah, it was a large. Well, it was large our binge. In terms of this is from the Chicago diner. A McDonald's a medium. <laughs> so it's a big. It was pretty it was big. A, it's fairly how, big, yeah. How much, what was the measurement process? Well, first we, we put in two ounces. We used the two ounces. And then you couldn't taste it, probably because it was all no. in a pocket. So then maybe we were looking for a five a pop, and yeah. we just started free pouring. Yeah. And then when we got halfway through and we added more. Yeah. Yeah, but those pockets, they'll get you. <laughs> they'll come up on you. So I do want to jump back on this, which is something that we almost jump, got into. Jump back. Thank you. <laughs> what is significant about the idea of celebrity and what is important about celebrity gossip? Nothing. I think that's the beauty. 
That's very much a Kit Rivers answer. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of celebrity? Well, I think... Well, what's significant about it is really what I'm... Because it is, is something that is able to be packaged so easily and sold across so many different kinds of platforms, both uh, in print and, uh, you know, at social media and, and on television. Yeah, I think so... It, it's good marketing, and I think people, a lot of people, um, you know, like to have a fantasy or something to aspire to. So uh, you take someone really, really, really beautiful, like um, the, me, like Kit Rivers, <laughs> <laughs> like like no, say J Lo, <laughs> yeah, like Jennifer Lopez. So women want to look like her, men want to be with her, and that's something that can very easily be packaged to be this like ultimate perfect human being. But then you take someone like Francis McDermott. Did I say that name right? McDermott? Why would I know? <laughs> so she, from Fargo? Yeah. yeah. So she's known for being like very real. So, so people can look up to her and be like, oh my God, she's so real, but she's so famous. Like I want to be like her. So I think the idea of celebrity is it's someone that people want to be. But here's the cool thing. Celebrities are just people too. <laughs> well, like, I think it's just that. I think when I say, like, it doesn't matter, I mean that... I agree with you, by the way. I didn't want to shut No, 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 no. But I, it's like, it's not actually too different than her point. It, it doesn't... I think the, what it's comforting about it, what people, what makes it significant is that it's not. It takes people away from their lives. Yeah. They get to think it's precisely because they know celebrities are real people, but with these big, big pressures and the idea that they still do these crazy things, yeah. still have these mistakes in a dark, fucked up part of humanity that makes us be like, good. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's a they little do better. That? Like, they do I've that, done that Because I've done yeah. that too. And yeah. like, Yeah. I, we like the underdog in this country because we don't like the people yeah. that are doing really well. And uh, I think people like to just step away from their boring lives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, outside of like all the other Art Phoenix Studios podcasts, I, I have referred to this one as our first uh, most entertainment driven program because all the other shows are very much arts focused. It's mm -hmm. either interviewing artists or with, you know, a show like. Uh, Wake and Jake, it's uh, it's about music, you know, Underbelly Hours. It's about, you know, actually listening to music and interviewing other musicians in the green room, performers. Uh, Elliot's just talks to, you know, a lot of comedians mostly, different performers, other artists, and then, you know, what I do. Um, but I did have a realization on the train ride here today, which is you guys aren't completely outside of that. You are focused on what happens to artists when they gain notoriety. So it is actually very much in line with the rest of our programming because it is about, look, you want to be an artist? Something might happen to you on, on that path. So it is, it is still, even though it, it might seem frivolous or fun, it actually does talk, it does touch on something that is important, which is you know what? If you really want what you want, you're going to have to deal with what happens when you get it. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? Well, I think what we'd do if we were famous. Oh, no, no, no. Just to oh. me, have you thought about that aspect of, oh. aspect of it? But I do actually want you to answer that after. <laughs> We've talked about it on the show before, too, that, that that's kind of 
precisely it. It's like, look, to to get to this level, to be this famous. You have to sort of do some bad you, things. You ha- you're yeah. going to do some bad things along the way. And we've talked about that a lot on the show. It's like when people get shocked about these scandals or what he did that, you know, I've, I've said a lot. It's like, why why did you assume they were good people? They've been trying to make themselves famous for their entire lives. Like there's going to be some bad qualities in that personality um, that leads to that. So I think that gets kind of brought up, not intentionally because our goal is to be, I mean, the main goal is to have just a comedy shoot the shit podcast. But I think that stuff does come up. Well, I mean, you take a person like R. Kelly. Ooh. Oh, no, thank you. Who for many years uh, was able to skate by on the idea that he might have pissed on somebody one time. Yeah. And it turns out, uh, no, that that flower has got petals Mm -hmm. to it. Uh, There's a lot to be learned about R. Kelly. So... How do you, you, you do most of the research on this? Um, all the research. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were completely in the dark going into that? Yeah, the idea is that I have to, I, that I come in not knowing who the artist is, any of it. Yeah. So that, it so can that all was be... one of the mo- more shocking revelations to you, was about everything that he had been up to behind this. Yes. Okay. Uh, what, what, were, what were some other people like? But, you know, and I know I should, that's very serious, and that obviously should have been the most shocking to me, but the most shocking was finding out that What's-His-Face dated Kate Hudson. I don't, I, the young one. Maybe Biebs. Oh, um, uh, Jonas, Nick Jonas. So, R. Kelly. <laughs> exactly. Fucking exactly. Uh-oh. See, I mean, R. Kelly does this cool, very important, yeah, 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 but. Nick Jonas and Kate Hudson. I've never... well, that's like that's like um, just found out the other day, and not just from your program. Uh, Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson. Davidson. What? Yeah, what? That was a big one. And yeah. um, tipsters, you're gonna hear about that in your next. Episode. No, they they already, they already did. They already okay. did. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> this will come out. T- scratch that. Yeah. This will be a week behind. At this point. Shocking. But yeah. For what reason? I, that's I what I'd like to know. And I don't want to... I'm not, Dim not, frosted tips, yo. <laughs> I don't want to cast any, you know, aspersions on anybody, but it's, that's just... No, it's bizarre. He's sort of an incredible person, just, you know, you don't look at him and you don't look at certain controversies that he's found himself embroiled in and think, like, how does this guy keep doing these yeah, things? Yeah, I have... I, it passed me over my head. Oh, somebody's firing. <laughs> <laughs> So rude. Why would someone... Disgusted by that behavior. I was actually uh, shocked to find out some extra stuff about Jillian Michaels. Oh, good. I thought he was going to say us. (laughs) (laughs) That part's coming up. I don't want to dive too deep on my Google. Google yourself. Uh, Jillian Michaels. Scoot over, Heidi. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of thoughts. We decided to turn the tables, and Kit taught me about Jillian Michaels. And yeah, there was some dirt. There was some dirt. Who I love. Still. That's the other thing, is that some of these people... You actually, you're a fan, you're a fan of, and I don't oh, yeah. think we come away oh. from some of those episodes with you having changed people. Oh, you just wait. You, you just wait. I mean, we're talking about uh, Big Feet the album, Joanne. Uh, Big Feet! <laughs> great, great collection of work in that album. Great collection. Basically unaware of everything prior to that, but... Yeah. Fame monster. Born <laughs> this way, I get it. <laughs> So as we head into the part of the show when we start to wrap things up, this is a address both to you. Slightly more serious questions, but not like too serious, but 
because this is an arts-focused program that goes out intentionally to people, you know, who do struggle with some things. The reason why the show is called Art Can Fix is because, you know, the company Art Phoenix has this belief that art does have this impact on people's lives. Who inspires you to do better? Oprah, Beyonce, <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> they do. Why are you crying? <laughs> I love them. My cats, Mermaid and Duma. I mean, I just want to oh, give them the best life. I really that's do. That's a good one. I get that. Yeah. I, get that. I, get that. I just want them to be so happy and comfy. Bro, you're on an emotional hair trip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so nice. <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who's yours? Oh, that makes me strive to do better. <laughs> I would like to say Huck now. Go I want to be better that. for him. But um, mine sounds lame, but like it really is kind of true. I kind of strive to be better because of my parents. But, like, they were really hard workers, and, like, they made a really nice life for themselves. They're very generous people. And at this point, I don't know, that's the stuff that matters in life, right? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, like, lame, and, like, my dad's my hero. Like, I don't, I don't know. The but, last, um, the last episode I released of this show uh, was my brother and his friend Matt for their games company, and my brother gave the answer, our mother. So yeah. it's not so, unprecedented. Yeah, they just worked. Yeah, it's not lame. I'm like, hey, yo, if they're still fucking kicking and doing what they're doing. That's you can right. do better, too. That's right. And also, for the guy that lives downstairs in uh, 103, you are super hot, buddy. So uh, <laughs> you are why I'm trying to do better as well, if you catch my drift. Have you caught a name yet? Nope, playing the slow game, man. Playing the slow game. No, he's just 103. Just 103. Why are you playing the slow game, Kit? The mystery is sexy. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> How do you two hope to inspire others? I don't think, for me, inspiring someone is my goal. Um... I think there's some, I think if you go about wanting to inspire someone, there's inherently, it like goes back to that fame thing. I think there's something inherently narcissistic about that. And a little naive on your part to assume that you know enough. So if anything, it's more going and just being a good person. <laughs> like, like ultimately just living every day as a good person. I yeah, think that that's kind of all you can you really do. You don't have do. to go into the day thinking like, I have a, a schedule for how I'm going to inspire people. Yeah, just I just think you'd be you nice to yourself. people. Most, most really inspirational people, it's just about how they carry themselves, not mm -hmm. about any intention. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so the peop the performers I really look up to are people like Mike Birbiglia, Hannah Gadsby, I think Chelsea Handler is super fun. We're going to see Hannah Gadsby. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but what I admire about them is that they, they tell super honest stories. So I don't know about inspiring people, but I guess I, guess I aspire to do that, to like tell my honest truth and not be embarrassed by it or not be ashamed of it. Like um, when we first started, I didn't want to start doing the podcast. I didn't want to talk about any of my sexy times stories because <laughs> because <Edit it> out. <laughs> no. because my yeah. mom <laughs> I know all about that <laughs> my mom um 
uh, listened at first. She doesn't not anymore. Not her kind of humor. Not her type of humor. <laughs> um, but I guess I don't want to like let obstacles like that stand in my way. Not anymore, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I moved. <laughs> so yeah, the, I guess I don't know if I want to inspire people that way, but but that's what inspires me. If you were yourselves, who would you be? Please. <laughs> my mermaid, my cat. She is the best life ever. I feed her. I snuggle her. Or Beyonce. D- uh, duh. Big Beyonce fan. Yeah, I love Beyonce. So unusual. I know. So, you know, I like People to don't be... don't talk about her anymore. Yeah, I like to be off the beaten path. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Hot take. Is Beyonce getting an episode? She will. I'm not emotionally this. ready yet. I'm not emotionally. She's not ready. <laughs> that's not fair. Kit is not emotionally ready for some of the revelations. That's true. You that's her. true. Thank you. Know thank what? you. No one ever sticks up for me. Yeah, you know what? I think you have to be in charge of that episode. Oh God, no! I. No, it would make she me won't so let upset. me. She'll be. I, I have to be in charge of that shit, one. You know? <laughs> wait, wait. Can I say who I want to be? Yeah, sure. Stephen King. I would love to live. I would love. To live the life of an old white man who's one of the best writers of all time, but like he's a writer, so he doesn't get that kind of like obtrusive fame. He still That's lives true, in the middle yeah. of nowhere in a and nice house. He hasn't house done anything like truly controversial ever, and he's yeah. written some amazing books. Like, oh, yeah, I would dig that life. That's a good choice. And I've always wanted a penis, at least for a day. I, I want, I want to jerk off with a penis. Me too. So badly that no matter what science offers if they say hey we can bring you to mars and back in a day it's a real fun fun trip uh, and then they say but or you can have a penis for one day and you can jerk it I'd as many times as you want i'd pick the penis i'd want to put it in a vagina in a mouth in yes. a butthole <laughs> <laughs> yes yes you get it yeah i would choose that yeah, option all every the day <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, that's one of those things Melons, learn, fruits, <laughs> whatever weirdos do. <laughs> Fleshlight. <laughs> one of those weird robotic sex dolls. <laughs> so now's the time for plugs. Um, <laughs> tipsy tabloid. Good timing, butt plugs. <laughs> Speaking of plugs. Um, tipsy tabloids... Uh, can be heard on everywhere that this show can be heard. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, the Art Phoenix Studios website, um, most third-party apps because most apps um, build off of the Apple library. Yeah. So My mom's um, car every Thursday morning. Okay. <laughs> Good place to catch it if you don't so, have your own equipment. <laughs> this, show, this show definitely has, it has likes to run. Um, what... What sort of things do you two see yourself bringing to the format as time evolves? Any ideas that you guys have had that you're like, you know, now's the time to pull the trigger on this? Well, we haven't discussed anything together, and so we usually don't do anything until... But just like on a fun way, just thinking about it, like, I do think it would be fun to do like a call-in at one point mm-hmm. and have other you people ask questions. Like one guest. Like yeah. One guest and that's something we might dabble back into. I yeah. think we wanted to get the transition kind of under our foot. And... Yeah, like, I I mean, having a guest was fun, but I feel like, I don't know if our show, I feel like our show is similar to uh, My Favorite Murder, where it's like, I don't know if that's like, if it adds much. Like, it might be fun every now and then, but... Our dynamic just works, yeah, and we know works. how it works. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so you two have had collaborations so far with different preferred Art Phoenix artists. Um, Jake Fisher, uh, the host of Big Shout Out, Mike and Jake, mm-hmm. leader of the uh, Art Phoenix Studios uh, Music Education Program. Did our song? Now he composed the music, but you two wrote the lyrics for that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a great song. The first time I heard it, I was like, I love, I love these two. Because <laughs> like, um, it was a bold, it was a bold choice. Oh, yeah, oh, it was. But we went oh, for yeah. It. But the fact that you two brought lyrics to Jake, and I was, uh, yeah. When he sent me the early draft, I, I, I was like, I knew immediately this was perfect. Were you also blown away because we're world-class rappers? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, then I am blown away. I'm, blown oh, I'm away sorry, right you now. not know music? I, <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, can I need to send someone away. a now music CD. <laughs> sorry, just, sorry to show my ignorance. Uh, yeah, embarrassing. Um, and then your new logo uh, done by... Which is Bat- very sexy. Yeah. yeah. Done by Batul Javed, who's done the logo for Wake and Jake and the logo for um, Cheers to You. Um, yeah, I mean, really, this program, you guys sent me an email and I'm pretty sure we had everything set up and contract signed within like a week mm-hmm. or something like that. And yeah. it's just been this perfect experience so far because, you know, uh, new theme song, new artwork, um, great show just being added to this this family. So thank you again, both of you, for bringing this to Thank for you. Yeah. Thanks so for now, having uh, us join the fam. Yeah, but it's a pleasure to have you. So now, it's been fun. Now that we've talked about just the podcast in general is there anything personally for either of you that you've got coming up individually that you want to talk about um i'm currently looking for a job so <laughs> if, you know, if you're hiring um you know full time with the bennies we've got to get those bennies um and um that's it <laughs> um i will be doing um blackout diaries on february 23rd at under the gun theater the show is at 10, uh, and uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's comedians telling stories about when they got blackout or a significant time in their life. One of the few shows I still do anymore. Uh, and then I'd also like to plug, and I think Heidi would agree with me on this, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight on Netflix. This documentary. Oh, my God. Watch it. Come to Tipsy Tabloids Facebook. Comment we on will our discuss. Facebook. Comment on our Twitter, Instagram. <sighs> so much to so discuss. So many thoughts. But also, come catch me at Under the Gun. Actually, speaking of social media, on Instagram, it's just Tipsy Tabloids. Yes. On Facebook, the at symbol is Tabloids Tipsy, but it's just, you can still search it as Tipsy, tipsy Tabloids. Yeah, yeah. And on Twitter, it is Tabloids Tipsy. At Tabloids yeah. Tipsy. Yeah, because Tipsy Tabloids was already taken. Uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fight you for it. Have you two ever thought about doing any live shows? I think it'd yes. be really fun. I think it would work. I think so, too. Yeah. All right. I would love a live show. Yeah. Heidi Cheek. Kit Rappers, thank you for being on Art Can Fix. Thank, thank you, you for Andy. having us. This has been a production of Art Phoenix Studios in Chicago. If you enjoyed this show, please check out our other content on artphoenixstudios.com. That's A R T F I N I X studios.com.